It's good to be back with you today. I was out last week because of some physical illnesses, and I'm feeling much better and uh, glad to be here. So they played some of one of my old sessions, and so it might not have fit in with what we were doing, but uh, that's okay. It was still God's Word, and hopefully it was helpful to you. This week we're back at in First John, and we're in chapter 2, and we're in a very interesting section about the Antichrist. Let me read from verse 18. Dear children, this is the last hour, and as you have heard that the Antichrist is coming, even now many Antichrists have come. This is how we know it is the last hour. They went out from us, for if they had belonged to us, they would have remained with us. But their going showed that none of them belonged to us. I will stop there and pick up in a little bit. But let's talk a little bit about what the insights that John is giving us here that are important. First of all, he says that this is the last hour. What is meant by the last hour? Well, I think there are two things that are meant by the last hour. And one is not literally the last hour, because from the time Christ came the first time until he comes the second time is the final age of the world, and that's called in Scripture the last hour. And the Bible says in Hebrews chapter 1 that in the last days God has spoken to us in his Son, in other words, his first coming. And when we begin at the time of Jesus' coming, and increasing it even until now, the intensity of his return grows, and the awareness in our hearts should grow. It describes a kind of time, not as much as a direction of time. Hebrews, I'm sorry, First Timothy 4 says, listen, times, later times, some will surely fall away from the faith, paying attention to deceitful spirits, and doctrines of demons. We live in crisis days. We live in the last days. We have been since Jesus' first coming, and especially since the day of the Holy Spirit ascended, called the day of Pentecost. But there will literally be some last days, some last hours that are literally coming as well. And when those are here, I don't know. We may be in those now. We may not be in those now. I don't know. Uh, many things that have been promised to take place have taken place, but yet God is in control. Only he knows, the Bible says, the hour, the day when his son will come. So it's ours to be ready. It's his to make it all work out. Somebody said, I'm not on the preparation committee. And uh, I mean, I'm not on the, the performance committee. I'm on the preparation committee. So we just prepare and God performs. Second, who is the Antichrist? Now here he says, you've heard that Antichrist is coming. But he says even now, many Antichrist, plural. Antichrist, singular, Antichrist, plural. Okay, there are several things here that we need to know. Warren Wiersbe describes three things about the Antichrist. That the Antichrist is defined in three different ways. First, a spirit in the world that opposes and denies Christ. Well, that spirit is certainly in our world that opposes Christ and denies Christ. Also, it describes false teachers who embody that spirit of antithesis to Christ, that they are against Christ or that they deny Christ. 
And then literally there is at the end times a person who will head up the final world rebellion against Christ and he will be called the Antichrist. Who he is, when he comes, is he in the world yet? I don't know, but we will eventually know. Now let's look first at Antichrist singular. You have heard Antichrist is coming. In 1 Thessalonians 2, Paul talks about the man of sin, a person who will embody all of these attitudes against Christ, all of these attitudes that deny Christ, will actually become a leader in this world. But Antichrist, Christ plural, even now many Antichrist are, have arisen. Anti means against or in place of. So one who stands opposed to Christ or instead of Christ, that, or maybe they're combined, maybe they're both, probably are. A counterfeit Christ or a rival Christ or someone who denies Christ, all of these are people who would be characterized as the plural antichrist. Many of these are false teachers. Some of these are people of prominence who constantly denounce Christ and deny everything related to him. And we see that today in many people of prominence. The characteristics of the Antichrist are described in Scripture. They depart from the fellowship of the church if they were ever in it. If they, for he says if they went out from us, but they did not really belong to us, for had they belonged to us, they would have remained with us. But their going showed that none of them belong to us. One of the characteristics is if they're in the church, they go out from the church. They reject the church. The connection with Christianity is separated. And if they really remain, that shows that they are a true believer. Luke 12, 2 reminds us, but there is nothing covered up that will not be revealed and hidden that will not be known. Their departure unmasks them. It reveals who they really are. You see, if there are those in the church who leave and denounce Christ and denounce the church, it describes who they always were, but they hid that while they were there. Also, true saints remain or persevere. If we depart, it indicates we're not true. First Corinthians eleven nineteen reminds us, for there must be factions among you in order that those who are approved may have become evident among you. In other words, there will literally be heresies and heretics and false teachers, and that will reveal the true teachers, and that will reveal the ones who are right. They also deny the faith. Verse 22 and 23 says, Who is a liar but the one who denies that Jesus is the Christ? This is the Antichrist, the one who denies the Father, the one who denies the Son. You see, they deny that Jesus is the Messiah, that he is the Savior, that he is the Lord, that he is the king, that he is the one who has come to provide us for salvation. Also, they deceive the faithful. These things have I written to you concerning those who are trying to deceive you. They're trying to lead you astray. And that's why it's important for us who are believers to know what we believe, where we stand, and believe it and stand on it because there will be all kinds of people trying to pull us away, trying to deceive us, trying to deny Christ, and we must stand true. So today, I challenge you to stand true. 
Be close to the Lord. Walk with Him. Depend on Him. And He'll see you through. God bless you. Have a great day.